Walmart. Its plans to move into our neighborhoods has stirred up fierce debate in the community. With unbeatable bargains and service that is hard to match, the coming of Walmart is hailed by some as a godsend to consumers everywhere. Others claim that this lean and mean giant discount retailer will destroy our towns as we know them. Tonight from the studios of WCFE Mountain Lake Public Television, Walmart, coming to a place near you. Until the early 90s, Vermont was the last state in the United States without a Walmart. But in 1995, that all changed when Walmart opened its first store in Bennington, Vermont. While the Bennington Walmart welcomed its first customers, plans to open another Walmart in Williston were underway. But these big box store projects did not lack skepticism. Many Vermonters were ready to put up a fight. In Williston, a group called Citizens for Responsible Growth formed to fight against Walmart's plans for a store in Williston. The Preservation Trust of Vermont, which is a nonprofit organization that protects Vermont's architectural heritage and character, worked very closely with Citizens for Responsible Growth during their battle with Walmart. Well, Steve and Linda Bradish, who were members of that group, were going to Washington. And they called me and they said, do you think we should go talk to the people at the National Trust to see whether they might list us, Williston, on the most endangered list, that that would give us this really big lift? And I said, well, you can try. Well, they went And they went and had a visit with Constance Beaumont, who was then director of policy at the trust. And after they left, Constance called me and said, wow, I think this is a really big story. How about we think about listing the entire state of Vermont? Because that's really what's at risk. And I thought, well, you're absolutely right. And I'm flabbergasted that you all would be interested in going in that direction. And she said, well, I think this is a big story, and it's a big story nationally, and clearly it's a big story in Vermont. Welcome to Mud Season, a podcast that cuts through the mud. I am your host, Leah Kelleher, and today we hear the story of Walmart coming to Rutland, Vermont, A tale that spotlights Vermonters who stand up to big business and exemplifies the progress that can be made when individuals with seemingly polar agendas sit down and talk. For this episode, I spoke with Paul Brune and Emily Wadhams, two Burlington natives and key players in this story. Paul Brune is the president of the Preservation Trust of Vermont, and Emily Wadhams is the former vice president of public policy for the National Trust for Historic Preservation. Mud Season is brought to you by the Center for Research on Vermont, supporting Vermont-related research and engaging storytelling within the Vermont Laboratory. For many years, the National Trust for Historic Preservation had what they called their 11 most endangered properties list. And they used it to highlight challenges that exist in community development and historic preservation. 
1993, Vermont became the first state to be listed as an endangered property. Virtually every other time, the listings have been individual buildings or maybe a downtown, but certainly not a large geographic area and certainly not an entire state. But why were Vermont communities in danger? The answer? Sprawl created by big box development. Paul was really a driving force behind this listing because it was a way to get attention to the issue of what was going on in Vermont. And the National Trust was interested in it because we were seeing this happen all over the country. Downtowns really getting decimated by big box store development outside of the downtown center. And these towns were literally dying and being hollowed out. I'm Emily Wadhams. And for seven years, I was the vice president for public policy at the National Trust for Historic Preservation in Washington. Once they learned about Walmart's interests in expanding their presence in Vermont, Paul and the rest of the Preservation Trust of Vermont needed to decide on a position that they would take on future Walmart development. We had a conversation at our board meeting and we had a fascinating discussion. There were people who wanted Vermont to be Walmart-free. There were others, including the board chair, who said, wait a minute, there are a whole lot of people in Vermont who need this kind of shopping opportunity. And if we don't recognize that, we really run the risk of being elitist. So as we had this debate and this back and forth, and we went on for you know, a few hours about this. It was a really robust conversation. It was great. We, in the end, decided to try to thread the needle. What we came up with was that, one, we wouldn't oppose Walmart. That wasn't the issue. The issue was sprawl. And if Walmart would build stores that fit into our downtowns, we would be delighted. And that way we would all win, that they would help strengthen downtowns, consumers would have choice, and the opportunity to shop there if they wanted to or needed to, but that we wouldn't be undermining the vitality of our downtowns and village centers by having these things way out of town. In July of 1994, Paul Brune was a guest on Bob Kinzel's show, Switchboard, on Vermont Public Radio, along with Don Schinkel, the Vice President of Corporate Affairs for Walmart at the time. There were a lot of things that were fun about this show, but one of the things that was fun was that he was expecting an out-and-out opponent. And so he didn't quite know what to do with me, because I said, no, no, Don, we're not opposed to Walmart. This is all about location and scale. And if you guys want to come to Vermont and do it in a different way, we would welcome you. And we get that there are a lot of people in Vermont who need the kind of shopping experience that you provide. But we'd like you to think about doing it in a way that doesn't undermine the essential character of Vermont. After the show ended, Brun and Schinkel talked for another 45 minutes. In the end, he agreed that he would bring the key people to Vermont to look at possible downtown locations. And they did. Tom C., Walmart's vice president of real estate at the time, and other Walmart representatives came to Vermont to tour potential St. Albans, Burlington, and Rutland store locations. 
On the first day, the Walmart reps visited St. Albans in Burlington. After touring the first location, St. Albans, C and his team quickly decided that the two-story location would not work because they had no experience running two-level stores. And although C and his team saw promise in the second location, an empty lot in downtown Burlington where Macy's used to be, they decided to make it an alternative if the ongoing permit battle in Williston prevented that project's completion. This alternative was never needed. However, things started to look more hopeful during the visit to downtown Rutland. They looked at downtown Rutland and there was the Kmart location. Tom C looked around and here was this price chopper that turns out was the largest grossing grocery store in the state of Vermont, right in downtown Rutland. I mean, he saw that there was real opportunity here. They said, so we like this location and we'll work with you on this. As soon as they signed the lease for the building, there were many other hoops they had to jump through before a store could be up and running. They had to get a local permit. They had to get an Act 250 amendment. They had to effectively rebuild the store. They had to stock the store. They did all of that in eight months. How did they do it so fast? Everybody was holding hands. We were fully supportive of this solution, the Vermont Natural Resources Council, local government, state government. There wasn't anybody at that point that thought that this was a bad idea. If you develop a plan that meets community needs and meets the advocates' needs, and you know we all can work out reasonable compromises for things, it can happen very quickly. When Vermont was listed on the National Trust's most endangered list for a second time in 2004, Paul Brune and Emily Wadhams traveled to Arkansas to meet with Walmart representatives. We contacted Walmart and discussed the feasibility of getting together with leadership at Walmart to talk about why we had listed it, what our concerns were, what we thought Walmart might be able to do to address some of our concerns and be more of a partner in dealing with these issues. It was decided that we would fly to Bentonville, Arkansas. So we get there. It's not easy to get to Bentonville, Arkansas, actually. Bentonville is in a very rural part of the state. There are a lot of hog farms. It really seems like it's in the middle of nowhere. We got there a little bit early, so we decided to go check out the Walmart Museum, the Sam Walton Museum, which is right in the downtown of Bentonville, which is a small downtown. It looks a lot like Vermont downtowns. It was Sam Walton's first store, and they had his office set up there, and they had his wife Helen's wedding gown shown, and they showed displays, very simple displays. There was nothing sophisticated about this museum at all. From there, we went outside of the downtown to Walmart headquarters, which is a huge, sprawling, one-story, unassuming building or complex of buildings. So we went into the main area, and it was a big waiting area. I seem to remember linoleum floors and folding metal chairs. 
And then we were finally led through this maze of cubicles to a meeting room. I remember feeling very curious about what we were going to find there. But lo and behold, Lee Scott, who was then CEO and president of Walmart, came to the meeting. He was in a bright red turtleneck. I remember this clearly because it was just before Christmas. He was extremely cordial, extremely friendly, and unassuming person. It was Lee Scott as the CEO, Eduardo Castro Wright, who was the head of Walmart USA, and then the head of Walmart Realty, the head of Walmart's sustainability program, was the top leadership team at Walmart. We talked about smaller scale stores downtown, about you know some specific issues and some specific locations that Walmart was proposing to build. Then about three hours later, they said, look, this has been really good. We now understand a little bit more about why you all are concerned about this. Frankly, 10 years ago, when Vermont was declared an endangered place, we were here thinking, what? What are these people thinking? We're doing God's work. You know, we are providing consumers with quality goods at low cost prices. Who could be against that? And why could anybody be against that? And they said, we you know, still believe all of that, but we now understand a little better where you're coming from. And then I popped in and I said, wait, wait, before we go, we really would like an answer to the question that we've asked about whether you all would consider designing a prototype that would be a small-scale store that would fit into downtowns in Vermont and all over America. Well, for the first time, Eduardo jumped into the conversation and he said, I've already written down on my pad that I want to go to Vermont and take a look at these locations that you think might be good for us. And two, we absolutely should be thinking about developing a smaller-scale prototype we're missing a lot of business by not serving downtowns and the people that live in and around those downtowns. And I was like, oh, whoa, jackpot. So that gave us a lot of hope that they might be willing to listen further and maybe make some adjustments. It took a long time, but we did get Eduardo to come to Vermont and look at locations, and he was completely committed to trying to do downtown locations. But what about the Rutland store? Was it a success? The Rutland store, from our standpoint, was a big, big win. They opened the same day that the Williston Walmart did, and the Williston Walmart had been tied up in permitting battle for like five or six years at that point. And it was really the beginning of Walmart's efforts to build smaller scale stores in downtown. And they've done a lot of it around the country. In other words, this was the beginning of what Emily and Paul hoped would become Walmart's Main Street model. Walmart, rather than building in a sprawl location would come into a downtown and work with a downtown on an appropriate location, maybe an existing building that they would rehab, maybe 
an empty lot where they would build, that they would consider multi-story rather than single-story buildings, that they would diverge from their big box format. What happened in Vermont has spurred big box stores like Walmart to rethink the scale and location of their stores in communities all across the country. Incorporating big business into a local economy is never perfect, but by compromising with smaller stores and town centers, local businesses and a sense of community that exists in the heart of downtowns are able to survive alongside companies like Walmart. And it all started with Vermonters who cared about their communities. I think what's special about Vermont is its scale. And the fact that it's a small state, most people have access to the governor, they have access to their senators, their congressman or woman, they know their neighbors, they get involved and engaged in what goes on in their community. And I think people know that in Vermont, if you do get involved and engaged, you can have a voice. And you realize that we're all pretty equal. We all can have good ideas and we can talk to people in powerful positions. They may not be any smarter than we are. You have been listening to Mud Season, presented by the Center for Research on Vermont. If you are studying Vermont, either as a profession or a hobby, consider applying for membership with the Center for Research on Vermont. It costs nothing and will keep you up to date with the latest Vermont research and, of course, future mud season episodes. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram under the username CRVT underscore. I'm Leah Kelleher, and this has been Mud Season.